In early March, Congress approved the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021. Known as ARPA, the bill marks the first major law passed during the Biden administration and the first COVID-19 stimulus package to pass since December of 2020. In addition to being one of the most expensive bills in American history, ARPA is also full of relief measures that will impact your team. It's incredibly overwhelming to keep up with all the changes that have already started taking place. But don't worry, that's why I'm here. You're going to want to stick around until the end of this episode because what I'm about to cover could help put $5 million in your organization's pocket and keep it going and growing. We'll cover five ways your employees could be impacted by the stimulus bill and four ways your organization could be impacted by the stimulus bill. Let's jump right in. First, let's cover how your employees could be impacted by ARPA. These provisions either make life easier for many millions of Americans, some of whom are likely on your team, or make life easier for your organization's clients or customers. Direct payments to qualifying Americans first is another round of stimulus checks for qualifying Americans. This time around, payments totaled up to $1,400 per person for families earning less than $160,000 a year and individuals earning less than $80,000 a year. This is a bit more narrowly tailored than the $600 checks that went out at the end of 2020. Likewise, Congress implemented phase-out ranges for individuals making $75,000 and families making $150,000. In other words, individuals whose salaries fell between $75,000 and $80,000, or $150,000 and $160,000 for families, likely received or will receive checks that were lower than the full $1,400 amount. For the purposes of this episode, the major takeaway to note is that this funding may have helped out your team when they needed it most. It probably won't impact how you do business every day, but the support could mean that people on your team are a little less stressed at work because they're not worrying about an unpaid bill hanging over their heads. Or maybe your customers feel the same way. That relief can go a long way towards team productivity and shouldn't be overlooked. Next is an expanded and enhanced child tax credit. Qualifying households with children under the age of six can now receive an annual child tax credit of $3,600 per child. And for families with older children, they can get $3,000 per child for kids between the ages of six and 17. As a reminder, the child tax credit before the bill stood at $2,000 per child per year. According to an article reported by CNET, the bill also adjusted how parents access the child tax credit. Now families can receive the funds in monthly installments versus one lump sum payment during tax season. For parents on your team, this expanded tax credit means yet another critical boost to their pocketbooks. The expansion could also be good for the economy as a whole. A study for the Center on Poverty and Social Policy at Columbia University said that while the program costs about $100 billion, it will generate about $800 billion in benefits, much like the direct payments. This expanded tax credit helps out the parents on your team. One important note is that this tax credit is currently only available until the end of the year. However, a news story from CBS stated that policy experts hope that lawmakers may extend the expansion, especially if it proves popular with voters. To round out our first list of five, let's quickly review three additional provisions that will help out workers. Rental assistance. The bill authorizes approximately $25 billion to state and local governments to help low-income households pay back rent, as well as utility bills and other rent assistance. Another $10 billion is set aside to help homeowners pay their mortgages and other housing-related expenses. Food assistance. People who receive food assistance through the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, SNAP, will receive a 15% increase in benefits through September instead of expiring at the end of June of 2021. 
And unemployment benefits. Federal unemployment benefits equaling $300 per week will be extended through September 6th of this year. Now that we've covered how ARPA helps your employees, let's talk about how ARPA will almost certainly impact your organization. Pay attention if you're an HR party of one. Some of this stuff is pretty tricky, but I'll make it easy on you. Just keep in mind that what you learn in this final section could be used to elevate your role within the organization and even help your organization survive. New small business relief for restaurants and bars. The first takeaway we need to discuss is a big one. The new COVID-19 stimulus bill includes a separate relief fund called the Restaurants Act, which sets aside approximately $28 billion for a small business administration grant program known as the Restaurant Revitalization Fund. This program is designed to support the food and drink service industry by awarding funding to establishments impacted by pandemic shutdowns. And so many were. According to a policy briefing issued by the National Restaurant Association, the total grant amount eligible restaurants can receive is capped at $10 million and is limited to $5 million per physical location of the business. As long as they owned or operated 20 or fewer establishments beginning in March 13, 2020. You heard that right, up to $10 million depending on the business. That's a significant sum that can mean your establishment survives. But before you start applying for funding, there's some key stipulations that you need to know, including the covered period, what constitutes an eligible entity, and how to apply. So let's break this down right now. Eligible organizations are permitted to use the tax-free funding from the Restaurant Revitalization Fund to cover eligible expenses incurred from February 15th of last year to December 31st of this year, or a different date as determined by the SBA. Grant funding is calculated by subtracting your 2020 gross receipts from your 2019 gross receipts. And organizations must apply using the SBA's website at sba.gov. Applicants also have to use their EIN to register and must submit a good faith certification that the grant request is necessary to support their ongoing operations. An eligible entity is any restaurant, food stand, food truck, or another such establishment where the public can taste, sample, or purchase products. And eligible expenses include payroll, rent, utilities, mortgage payments, both principal and interest, PPE and cleaning materials, maintenance, food and beverage expenses within the scope of normal business, and more. There's a lot to take in with this portion of the stimulus, but I wanted to call special attention to it because this industry has been especially hit by the pandemic. This provides a direct impact on those organizations, one that can mean the survival of some of our nation's most beloved institutions. There are a few more details that go into applying for a grant, this includes what to do if you weren't in operation in 2019 or if you were in operation for only a portion of 2020 and how PPP funds factor into grant funding. We cover this more thoroughly in a Bernie Portal blog. So take a look at that blog by finding the link in the episode description. The federal government also stepped in to subsidize the full cost of COBRA coverage through the end of September 2021 for people who qualify. But before we dig into how the subsidy works, let's discuss why they decided to pass it in the first place. When a person is employed, a portion of their health insurance premium is often paid for by the employer. If someone's laid off or has their hours cut, as many millions of Americans experienced during the pandemic, and they decide to opt to continue coverage under COBRA, they're typically responsible for the full cost of the health insurance premium. The amount charged for COBRA coverage can't exceed 102% of the cost of the plan provided by the employer. But temporary health insurance is often more difficult to buy without a steady income and costs can reach nearly $500 per person per month. For supporters of ARPA, these complications are what make the new COBRA subsidy so important. It's designed to provide key assistance for struggling workers. Now, 
every employee who involuntarily loses their health insurance beginning in April 2021 is eligible for the entire six-month subsidy, including if they experienced a reduction in hours. Employers and employees alike should note that the subsidy only covers the cost of the health insurance premiums, not copays or deductibles or coinsurance. Still, as the National Law Review points out, the new legislation provides free COBRA coverage to assistance-eligible individuals for the subsidy period. And the subsidy itself is non-taxable for eligible individuals. The 2021 COBRA subsidy is likely to impact both employees and employers in the following ways. For employees, this provision can help qualifying individuals maintain health plan coverage, especially important during a pandemic. For employers, laid-off employees would still have access to the organization's health plan at no cost to the employer or the worker. However, there may be some administrative difficulties for employers administering the subsidy, which will be delivered to employers first using a payroll tax credit on their quarterly tax return, and then passed along to employees by covering costs. Once again, we have a great Bernie Portal blog that explains this provision in greater detail. I've included that resource as well in the episode description. ARPA also makes it easier for families to afford healthcare coverage through the Affordable Care Act by mandating that enrollees don't spend more than 8.5% of their income on coverage. CNN reported that the rate before ARPA was nearly 10%. The bill also provides subsidies for qualifying lower-income enrollees to eliminate the cost of their premiums altogether. The math behind this provision is simple. More people will have more affordable access to health care. For example, let's say you aren't an applicable large employer, also known as an ALE, but you employ people who need health insurance. They may be able to access affordable care using the subsidies I just mentioned, or because ACA plans are now required to be capped at a lower rate. As a result, you may have a healthier staff that's more productive thanks to expanded care. If you'd like to learn more about how the Federal Health Care Exchange impacts employer-sponsored health insurance, I recommend you watch episode number 58 of our series, which I've put into the episode description for easy access. The bill will provide $350 billion for state, local, tribal, and territory governments to help fight the pandemic including $130 billion for schools. This includes funding to help vaccine efforts, which means you'll be able to safely return to the office in normal operations sooner rather than later, if you haven't already. It should come as no surprise that we've extensively covered how you can safely return to the office. To learn more about reopening, check out some of our recent episodes, which I've also included below in the episode description. The new stimulus package is yet another sprawling piece of federal legislation passed during the COVID-19 pandemic. Every employee and every organization will likely be impacted by the stimulus in one way or another. Some provisions, such as the new grant program to support restaurants and bars, could mean that your team will survive past this crisis. It's imperative that you stay on top of all the latest updates as they become available. Follow the Bernie Portal blog in the coming days and weeks to learn more about these important changes to federal law. We're paying attention and we'll try to make this easy on you. And keep an eye on this channel as we continue to dig into everything that impacts HR parties of one. Remember, your job is as strategic as you make it.